So the idea that they could like live stream the moon without any rehearsal, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. It's not possible. I know it's like much worse technology. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So we're already recording. I thought it'd be fun just to (laughs) drop us in, but we just had so many technical difficulties and it's like, I'm convinced that there's a conspiracy against us where like the elites have much better technology than we have and our technology just seems like it's good but it like kind of just sucks it's part of the psychological warfare yeah it's part of the endless like psychological psychological warfare do you ever get anxious right when we start recording sometimes i do um no i mean i just assume that i'm gonna be terrible so i start with low expectations and you know yeah low energy low effort (laughs) and yeah maybe i just maybe i'm just gonna start with like it's gonna be terrible i'm gonna feel anxious the whole time but i'm gonna get through it yeah and then it you know you can only be pleasantly surprised Yeah. Okay. It's going to be horrible and I'm going to feel anxious the entire time, but I'm going to get through it. That is going to be the new thesis of my life. So anyway, we're back. Um, Quick review of Nirvana's Dumb. Um, I'm getting a little sick of it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm thinking maybe we should switch it up and just copyright infringe uh, some other people's work but for now we're sticking to it as our low iq anthem so (laughs) that's all i have to say about it this time yeah i think that's fair um i got attacked today at work uh for i said that i was a lana del rey fan and a bunch of my physically attacked no, but a bunch of my colleagues were like, isn't she a Trump supporter? <laughs> Is that even true? Or she's been like vaguely trolling online or something, right? But um, I mean, the idea that she um, even votes is kind of... <laughs> really in, in question, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if she's never voted in her life and doesn't care about politics at all. Oh, another person just proving me wrong, just sending me a picture of Pete Buttigieg's black children. (laughs) Are we getting fact-checked? Yeah. Every once in a... We don't have enough followers to get it all the time, but yeah, someone just made sure I knew that they were black from a previous episode. Yeah. Okay. You did love to talk about how they got white twins. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, these are like possible. They're like a little, they're like Markle's kids, you know? Yeah. I mean, look, if you're fact checking a misinformation podcast, you know. Um, how do we know that they're not putting the babies in blackface? <laughs> they could be, honestly. I mean, 
Yeah, if Justin be- Trudeau has a blackface, you know, incident, could have happened yeah, to anyone. He has like six blackface incidents. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, happy Halloween, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Full disclosure, yeah, I, I'm just coming off quite a, a weekend here, so I'm a little low IQ, low energy. Um, but I did just... Um, take an edible so if i if i veer off into like you know weird tangents um feel free to redirect me it's okay after i've after i i will reveal to the listeners i had a mini um psychotic episode not to be too libtarded about it but it 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 did happen (laughs) by (laughs) by all dsm uh you know uh diagnoses possible so i'm i'm not drinking or drunk but I, i i'm still taking some benzos which you found out are really bad but i don't want you to tell me right now how bad they are not good and this was just from wikipedia so no i mean they feel evil you know yeah i don't really like them honestly they kind of make me feel insane and like i i don't know i just like black out basically so yeah i say crazy shit on them and they make me they're kind of like the drug from brave new world i don't know if you had to read that in school yeah soma Yeah, they're kind of like Soma. But like while I'm on them, I feel like everything's like going well. And I'm like, this conversation, especially if I've been drinking and I'm on benzos, I'm like, this conversation is going so well. And then I wake up in the morning and I'm like, just mortified, like unbelievably mortified by like the conversations I was participating in. Anyway, that's what happened. I mean, and I've actually been like sort of given sage advice from multiple like, pretty like serious party people and they're like yeah just like you can pretty much do anything but just like never take benzos and drink at the same time (laughs) well last week i did a full-blown uh two bottler uh two zanvars two days in a row benzo experience i'm sure it was a recipe for success (laughs) it spiraled out of control i made like 17 phone calls i was talking about um and like got in touch with like past lovers i mean i I did it was it was as embarrassing as it it possibly like (laughs) it could have been like as awful and bad as it, it possibly could have been um my friend and i were talking about like someone like kanye and she was like isn't it crazy like the stuff he says and it's just like torn apart his whole career. And I was telling her, I was like, think about us. Like think about the stuff that like we've said, you know, like when we've been really fucked up, (laughs) like I'm like, just imagine like, and she's like, well, we would have better handlers than Kanye has. And I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's probably hard, you know? Yeah. I was like, I mean, I don't even really know if you can say that Kanye's career is all that. I mean, people have been talking about Kanye now, like more than, you know, any time in the past, like five years or something. I know, but he lost all this money, allegedly. Who even Yeah. But yeah, I was just telling her, I was like, what would happen? Like, what would happen if I was like two bottles of wine in, two benzos in, and like 
instead of only having access to like the 17 people in the world who will talk to me, I had access to like a hundred million followers, you know? Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, I would hire someone to literally tackle you to the ground (laughs) and like forcibly (laughs) remove the phone from your hand. And I'm like, yeah, but does she know about the podcast? Cause (laughs) she knows about the podcast. I guess I just mean like the crazy erratic shit. I was telling her once I went to this Christmas, I was like, even I said something vaguely anti-Semitic once I'm going to come out. (laughs) Well, I mean, I've probably said, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I've been witness to a couple of those. (laughs) But yeah, I remember once I went to this Christmas party and I got really wasted and everyone was like mad at me. And I was like, sort of asked to leave. And the hostess of the party was Jewish. And I was like, you know what? You're not even Christian. (laughs) <laughs> and I turned, and then I turned back into the whole uh, party, and I yelled "Happy fucking Hanukkah!" and I walked out. <laughs> I mean, it's better than like Jews killed Jesus or something. Yeah, or Def That's... or Defcom three on the Jew, which we still don't. <laughs> we never got it. We never got the Defcom three. I mean, yeah, to our knowledge, I guess I don't know. He's like sort. of. Maybe he's running some covert ops. Yeah. Well, it looked really good for the, I guess, the Jews overall that um, they just unbanked him. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that. Yeah. So really, uh, really proved him wrong. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. My friend, another friend was telling me, like, do you think he's just like a genius? Because like now he's like, made us think about all this stuff like way more than we have like probably ever before. And I'm like, maybe, but that's, that's a stretch. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't, I have no idea what's going on with that. The level of intention behind it, or if he is like really off the rails or like what's going on, but it is just hilarious that, yeah, he's like talking about how the Jews control the banking system. And then like, you know, all Jew- of a sudden, he literal he, Jewish he gets bank. cut off from his bank accounts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a great, it's not a great look. Um, actually, the happy fucking Hanukkah thing wasn't the most homo- uh, most anti-Semitic thing I've said. The most anti-Semitic thing I've said is probably my shock that Fauci wasn't Jewish because of the implication that yeah, that's the one that I was thinking. Of. <laughs> <laughs> because of the implication that like. I guess, I guess in my head, he just part of his like power hungry tendencies. I related to, uh, you know, Ashkenazi Judaism. Yeah, and his little kind of Brooklyn, you know, shtick. You know, it's like vaguely Jew coded. I feel like. Yeah, but I love Jews. Like I love you. I love. Uh, <laughs> I have lots of Jewish friends. Yeah, no, but. I think I think the rule should be like as long as you discriminate against every group equally, you know, it's you have carte blanche. That's yeah, and I would never get mad at you for call, for saying faggot or like calling some something gay. You know, like I don't care. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things you could say about Catholics. So, oh, oh yeah, I mean. That's what I mean. You know, we're all, we've all. all. (laughs) Nobody's perfect. Did you see 
uh, is this real? Was this actually this year when Lori Lightfoot passed out candy as the COVID destroyer? Was that this year? I don't know. I'm asking you. Oh yeah, no, I I saw that that uh you that meme or whatever, but I wasn't. I was like, that cannot be this year, but I don't know. It could have been. Yeah. All right. Well, how are the wife and kids? Oh, I mean, pretty good. But that was part of the whole deal. It's we my my daughter's birthday, and so we had a birthday slash Halloween party, and then I also attended a wedding this weekend. So I'm just kind of, you know, a little worse for wear, I guess you could say. Well, I saw the A Little Life play in Brooklyn, and it was four and a half hours and solely in Dutch. Um, I don't even know what that means, to be honest. But It's okay. Gay people will know. <laughs> um, I, like, heard, like, faggoty voices, and I was like, it's this way. It's around the corner. I can hear them. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Did you have to go trick-or-treating, or are you, like, able to avoid that up to this point? Um, we were involved in some trick-or-treating, yeah, vaguely in like a, a, you know, I mean, you gotta, there, there's, there's kids going to be coming up and demanding candy. So you at least have to be involved in like a, you know, passive way. But did you have to take your, is are your kids old enough to have to go around? Oh yeah. We took the, we took the two, my, my daughter, the two year old and to a couple of houses and, you know, she was able to kind of her, she can't say trick or treat. So she would just say moo and that sufficed. And then. Yeah. Get her candy. So. Did she dress up? <laughs> well, she was, she did happen to be dressed up as a cow. So it's, Oh, and she didn't move. Smart. She didn't move. Yeah. Little genius. Yeah. So. See the Ashkenazi Jewish genes flowing, flowing deep. Yep. Jewish genes going around like just hoarding as much candy as possible. And kind of... <laughs> I meant how smart she is, but um, yeah, that too. Not to not to do some race science <laughs> over here. Um, so yeah, I I don't believe in race science. Full disclosure. <laughs> I think it's bogus. I, <laughs> on the record. Um, okay, I guess we should go down the docket. Are you saying so, you don't believe in science, Q? No, I guess I guess I not not this science. I'm just joking. It's dangerous science. For the record, I too am not a race science believer. Just for no, I'm not a race realist. I'm none of that. <laughs> I just I think that uh, I do believe that you can't. Feel like what you're about to say is going to be a hot take, but I'm curious. Well, I just I I don't believe that you can attribute all differences and. Uh, racial outcomes completely to discrimination in the sense of like, I believe that there are cultural factors. At oh, play. for sure. For sure. So yeah, that yeah. is, that's my, like as close as I get to that, like, you know, and, the, and then the, of course, like those cultural factors are shaped by the history of 
various racial and ethnic groups in various places around the world. So, you know, it's like a chicken and the egg argument, but I, I don't think, I do think discrimination plays a role, but I don't think it plays the left's argument seems to be, it is the only role, you know, like there's no other role and that feels uh, too simplistic to me. Um, but I don't, I'm not like a gen- genetic differences. I just think it's, there's a lot <laughs> well, of, there, the reality is there's no way to measure. There's no way to like isolate that variable to test that. I mean, how, how can you test someone's just like innate genetics versus the influence of their culture and environment? You right. Know? There's no way, there's no real way to test intelligence or anything like that. But like, you can like observe like, you know, cultural uh, trends and values. And uh, obviously the dominant culture gets to say, you know, what, what those values should be. But I'm also like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, like when I have to go to trainings and it's like, maybe it's racist if people like show up, like you're, people have to show up on time to places or something like that. I'm like, I don't know. I think, I think that that, uh, I'm sure this is what very white of me, but I think that maybe that social norm is more about like, just not wasting people's time. It's not really a white supremacist, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like social norm. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and you just, maybe, I don't, I, you have to be able to just acknowledge that there are differences. I don't think it even really ultimately, ma- I mean, it's, it doesn't mean you're discriminating against someone by just like acknowledging that like there are different n- cultural norms between like black people and white people, you know? Yeah. I mean, my, <laughs> my not white, but also not black boyfriend, like does has different cultural norms than I have. It's like just obvious. We were raised differently with like very different values. Um, right. And the same could be said of people who live in different cities or like different countries or whatever. I mean, it's just, it's yeah. just a fact. And I do think that those things can contribute to, and like, there's, you know, there's like, there's like, I think it's fine to say that like, I don't like like all cultural relativism, relativism. Like, I don't like that. Like, Oh, like anything can be accepted if, you know, cause it's like, we just, just have to try to understand that I'm like, no, there's like good. And then there's like really, really bad things about like every culture, you know, like right. mm-hmm. I, for instance, think that maybe some of the like middle-class white PMC, like, whatever show up on time like work hard <laughs> like safe or whatever all those like very practical things are probably like largely like good and like stabilizing factors in people's lives mm-hmm. but i think that like for instance from you know my experience uh working you know with a lot of black people and in the black community and stuff is you know i think those white middle class pmc people like lose an element of like you know um kind of like broader community, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, there's kind of things on both sides that are good. And it's like, we should be like trying to pick like all the good things and try to make them all part of everyone, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Anyway. All right. The first thing on the official docket after that little catch up is Nancy Pahosi, <laughs> Mommy Milkers, Big Old Titty. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Did you see the tweet that said, "Why would a guy rent a Honda Civic when he has a Ferrari?" <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, it says, "Stop believing conspiracies." No man would rent a Honda when he has a Ferrari at home, and it's a it's a picture that uh very prominently displays Nancy's five children boobies. Oh, uh huh. The beach shot. It's actually a different shot. It's a hotter shot. Oh, really? Yeah, she's on the floor of the house, it looks like. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so... so yeah. What hap- I mean, what happened yeah. as far as your understanding of so far? I mean, this whole thing is, like, among the oppiest ops that, like, ever opt. I, I don't know... Like, it's hard to even say what happened, but, like, all I can say for sure is that, like, what they're saying happened is completely fake. <laughs> um, but basically, the, I, I guess the, like... You mean the assassination attempt? Yeah, the official story is that, like, a, a deranged, a lone nut, basically, bringing the lone nut meme back, um... Uh, broke into the Pelosi's home through a window, I think is is the story. And then like bludgeoned because because, you know, he's a a schizo like anti-vaxxer uh, election truther. Um, he's got it all like what are like January 6th supporter. Um, but also lived in like a nudist commune. Yeah, right. But yeah. So I'm yeah, there are definitely some inconsistencies in the story, but I'm just kind of laying out like the uh official the CNN version of events here. And then uh basically bludgeon or attempted to bludgeon Paul Pelosi to death with a hammer. Um so yeah, and then I guess but there have been some other details that have come to light in in uh like less mainstream circles i guess that have uh colored the story a little bit so i don't know if you want to you probably know, i i almost like couldn't even get too deep into this cuz i was like this is well, just absurd first off i walked by their house like like 6 months ago in 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 san where? francisco oh okay yeah so like I've seen it like the actual house and I it, it's in Pacific Heights which is like a really nice area but like a lot of big cities it's not like it's not like you couldn't in theory go like ring the doorbell do you know what I mean Yeah like there's an entrance that directly faces it like goes right it goes right out to the to the street yeah yeah so just like on the upper east side like you know in theory you could like ring michael bloomberg's doorbell do i think that like michael bloomberg himself would answer the door no and do i think these people have security yes but it's not like 
completely insane that someone could, I guess, have at, like broke like the original like the official like how he got in story like isn't that insane, you know? Yeah, like, I could probably I guess like so, but. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, like, walking past it, like, I probably could have, like, run at it and, like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but okay, but, like, most people in even, like, a vaguely kind of middle class or upper middle class neighborhood have, like, a fucking Brinks system or something <laughs> that'll, you oh, know, I like. I mean, the idea that there's not footage of this, I mean, there yeah. is. They haven't released it. Who knows why? Uh-huh. Or um, even something that would, like, trip the you know alarm and call the cops or what you know what i mean even if they don't have like an armed guard right there but then the other thing is it seems like they would have an armed like like actual security doesn't it like she's the speaker of the house notoriously like hated and uh, she absolutely does i don't know if I don't know. I mean, I don't know if the Paul, they're like mega, mega millionaires, too. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, but, you know, it's interesting because, like, they do choose to live in a place where they can't have better security. Like, I mean, you could easily, you know, they could have a house in Sonoma that has, like, an insane, like, wall around it. But they do have, like, a mansion in, like, the middle of, like, one of America's most densely populated cities. So I don't know. I mean, I guess Paul actually was, he was arrested for DUI not too long ago, a couple of months ago. So I guess he, he's like driving his own car and shit. Yeah. So here's like the inconsistencies. I listened to the 911 call and. Oh, interesting. I didn't even know that was available. Yeah. I heard it. And in the 911 call, he does say the guy's name. And he does mm. refer to him as a friend, but oh, oh my god! So that is that. Yeah, how that, is that not a bigger uh, detail? That's crazy. Yeah, but you know the the official story that they already have is that he was trying to play like sort of nice with the um, like I don't know like he was trying to like coded codedly tell the police what was going on without. Uh, Oh, like a lot, like making the guy like spree, like, sh- like, yeah, just making the guy like freak pissed the fuck off out and, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah start killing him. Uh-huh. But, but like the whole story is just weird. So it's like he got away from the guy long enough to go to the bathroom where his phone was charging. But there was at least one other person in the house because when the police got there, someone else answered the door. And I, I do believe, no matter what I believe about their, like, security, the Pelosi's absolutely have staff. Whether they have staff who are there at night, who knows? But mm-hmm. I, it's not... They had someone, someone else answered the door, and that was definitely... Whatever. A maid, yeah. a, a housekeeper, whatever. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Nan, well, I guess they don't need a nanny, but whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, something along those lines. And... Uh, so it's like, it, it, it's just, the whole thing is weird that like this guy had broken into the house and there was some sort of other staff in the house who was unaware that he had broken into the house. So they themselves did not call 911, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's a big house, but it doesn't, it seems, it does not seem like it would be so big that you wouldn't hear something as violent as a window breaking and then a 
horrible beating with a, a hammer. man where, being bludgeoned with a hammer. Yeah, where someone is screaming <laughs> at the top of their lung. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so that whole detail is weird. Like, why didn't this other person, you know, call the whatever, like, call the police? And then, you know, the other, the, you know, so there's all that is weird. And then the whole... um like the conspiracy theories, which like I haven't seen anything uh, like verifying any of this, but that like David De Pepe has been arrested for like prostitution in the past. So there's this whole like you know maybe there was some, some sort of dalliance between uh, Pelosi's husband and this man, um, and Elon Musk retweeted something sort of. Uh, you know, um, <laughs> indicating. Yeah, when I saw that he when when I saw that Elon Musk was weighing in, I, I was like, okay, I mean, this is definitely an op. Like Elon Musk coming out on in support of the like conspiracy narrative. <laughs> yeah, and so I don't know. I mean, there's so far no like no mainstream outlet has has called that anything but disinformation. I, I also, another thing I heard, but again, like I didn't really look and try to verify anything, but it was that they were both in their underwear. Yeah, so that's another rumor. They were both in their underwear. Another rumor, in fact, is that they, you know, the when the police got there, they were, act, he was actively being bludgeoned. So it's like, how fast so it's like i I don't know like when did the bludgeoning start why was he allowed to go to the bathroom how fast could the police have even theoretically gotten there and how long could you survive a bludgeoning with a hammer i mean i I don't think that long if the person's intent is to truly kill you if their intent is just to hurt you i mean obviously longer but you know, this is supposed to be someone who was intent on, like, ki- like killing him. So it's like, I-, I don't really see how he's alive, you know? Yeah, well, and then there's just some aspects of the, like, public story that make no sense. Like, how he's supposed to be this, like, extreme right-wing, deranged, like, lunatic. But he lives in Berkeley in, like, a... LGBT commune or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, so like the, you know, the, like basically like, uh, so here's like, like, so the conservative media is like, De Pepe was a known nudist activist and he lived in like a Berkeley commune. Whereas like the left-wing media is like, he was, uh, you know, he was a total, like, he was a total, like, January 6th supporter. So, like, you know. And then I, I also saw that there was, that people are, like, linked to his website. Like, articles will link to this guy's website where he's, like, blogging about conspiracy theories or whatever. But then people went back to the Internet Archive and, like, looked at it. It was only put up in, like, September or something. And all the blog posts have like, they're like one or two sentences or just like memes. And then they have zero views and zero comments. Yeah. um, 
Yeah, and then all the usual feds are out being like all these disinformation and mm-hmm. But like, really, it's like people just have like real questions about what happened. And like, you know, if this was truly like, if you want, if you want people to consider it like an assassination attempt on the Speaker of the House, like, I mean, they've mapped out like, you know, like, I'm sure you can read somewhere online, like the exact series of events that like, you know, when Reagan was shot or whatever, like, I'm sure that there's like an insane, like minute by minute accounting of like what so it's like it's like what it's like what do they want it's like do you want people to take it as seriously as an assassination attempt and if so that means like people are going to want a whole lot of information which you which they don't seem willing to provide or do you want uh or, or do you not want that type of like you know investigation into it and then stop pretending like people calling for that are like, you know, insane psychos. Of course, a lot of people are going to make jokes too. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, like you have to, you have to just, I mean, it's not a, is it a kind thing to joke around about someone getting bludgeoned with a hammer? No, but I mean, it's Twitter. People joke about nine 11 every single day. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know what they expect. Um, I mean, well, that- and it's just like I don't. I mean, obviously, no, it's not like I. I actually am opposed to violence, so it's not, you know. But I, it's not like the uh, Pelosi's are very like, I don't know, magnanimous it's, or like yeah, like like uh, you know, p- very like sympathetic victims. I guess I mean to put it bluntly. Yeah, but. and of course, like Brett Kavanaugh or whenever, when that dude show up at his house with the knife or whatever the fuck that was, um, a man armed with a pistol, a knife, and other weapons was arrested near the Maryland home of Brett Kavanaugh. You know, the left-wing Twitter was just filled to the brim with everyone saying he made himself a target by murder, by, 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 by genocide, femiciding women with his uh, abortion decision. And, you know, if, if he gets, if he gets murdered back by some deranged, like BPD lady in a, in a handmaid's tale outfit, it's a comeuppance, you know, but like the Pelosi, yeah. I mean, the Pelosi's are directly responsible for so much like human misery. I mean, I know. So it's just, I don't know. Like it just the doubles. I mean, I mean like talking about double standards is kind of retarded because it's like, of course, like each side is going to act like ridiculous, but it's like, you know, if the Nancy Pelosi thing is an assassination attempt, then so is the Brett Kavanaugh thing. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and then it's interesting too, because it's like the Democrats have been like, Oh, like there's no crime surge, but it's like, now there's suddenly like a horrific crime and like a very densely populated urban area against their, one of their, their highest ranking officials. Like, mm-hmm. well, all- and it's like, they can't just, it can't just be like, Oh, like a junkie broke in and tr- like wanted to rob them or something. Like it has to be like a Trump supporter who was unvaccinated and like, you know, yeah, when maybe, like, it, yeah, maybe he was just, like, a junkie and, like, you know, had, 
I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's they're just definitely, they're de- they're, whatever actually it, happened, these media stories always come back to that. Like it's gotta be demonizing like this one particular type of person and blaming like any problem on them. Yeah. Anyway, well, if Paul Pelosi was getting the gluck gluck from a male <laughs> prostitute, you know, I don't know. Who knows what what I will say the argument like against that that I see is the guy is not very attractive. I mean, I guess Paul Pelosi's like in his 80s, so maybe he kind of has to like take what he can get, but I wasn't really impressed personally <laughs> <clears throat> he certainly wasn't getting some like because i mean like an 80 year old rich guy like that could have like the hottest piece of ass in san francisco if he wanted to like use a sex like an actual sex worker you know mm-hmm. but if he thinks that that's like too risky um or maybe he's a swerf <laughs> um and he's sex worker exclusionary um and he's oh interesting. I never heard that <laughs> that's what I, that's what i am now i'm a sex worker exclusionary radical feminist <laughs> swerved up but yeah maybe he's a swerf and he should die for that you know because it's basically the same as committing genocide against sex workers. Um, it might be the worst thing he's ever done. Yeah, It might be the worst thing he's ever done. But yeah, if he was searching for uh, like someone on Grindr or whatever, uh, yeah, maybe this guy's about the best he could get, you know? Mm-hmm. And as we've talked about before, like gay men, you know, the whole like uh, standards thing's pretty low for most of them. I mean, men in uh, general. We've talked about that too. <laughs> just, just men. Right. <laughs> men, in theory, will have sex with a lot more people than women ever would. So, for sure, that is definitely true. The yeah. only, the only number system that matters is the binary system. Zero well, he's or zero one. On the, he's a zero <laughs> on the on the binary. Uh, <laughs> the path. So that that answers whatever that gives up whatever that gives the listeners. <laughs> All right, we, we shouldn't stay too much longer on this because there's, like, really not much else to say. Like, we'll probably never know what happened. They're never going to release the fucking security footage. They're never going to, like, just do something to, like, just close the fucking narrative, which would just be so much easier if they just, you know, which is why you know that something weird's going on because uh-huh. they can't just be fucking normal about it and just, you know super easily if it, if what they're saying is true close the narrative in a single failed swoop of showing the security footage mm-hmm. and it's fucking over you know i know and it's they they definitely have footage yeah i mean just show him breaking even like in. all around the neighborhood i'm sure every um fucking house around there has a camera of course my house has a camera i don't have i I don't i don't even have one million dollars let alone a hundred million like the pelosi's like (laughs) you know like every house now has a camera if you're even remotely like you know Mm -hmm. not even rich just just you know middle class people all have cameras now so it's like i don't know it's just the idea that like yeah they couldn't just release footage of this dude doing it and then like it would be really obvious how quickly the police came after he entered the house and, you know, let the, let the housekeeper speak, like, let her say what she heard or, you know, she's like, 
oh, I don't, I don't know. I had my headphones in and I was dusting the, like the marble in the solarium. So (laughs) (laughs) it's possible. I didn't hear, you know, (laughs) like, I don't know, like, (laughs) <laughs> just get the whole story out there yeah you know? just get the facts out there and be like that's what happened yeah just be like yeah sorry i was listening to the new Ta- Ta- taylor album and dusting and yeah i just i just didn't hear him just didn't hear him through midnights <laughs> devastated by that um okay should we do the snl propaganda yeah let's do it um, okay, so I'll just describe that. So here's what happens in the SNL ad. Um, not ad, I'm calling it an ad. Here's what happens <laughs> in the SNL propaganda. So basically, they, they do a horror movie trailer, and the first joke that they do is they're sitting on the they're sitting on a couch, a couple watching a movie, and she's like, the woman is like sort of getting freaked out, and then it like the the big joke is like they go. Biden's going to run for president again. And it like zooms in and it says, you trusted him once. Um, but it's got then, all the horror, you know, it's like, don't, don't. Yeah. Don't, like whatever. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's, <laughs> like, it's like the midsummer music. And then like they, then the, I'm reading the closed captions now. They're like, he can win, right? He can beat Trump. And then they go, but can he beat DeSantis? And then it goes, dun, 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 dun. yeah. And they're like screaming. And then uh, there's a scene of a woman Googling his age. And she uses the calculator to calculate that he'll be 82 in two years or 81. And she screams. And then it says, it feels like nothing's going right. And then it's more like dun, 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 dun. And then uh, Bowen Yang goes, gas prices are still kind of high. And then they go, even though it kind of is, and then they're all sitting around the table talking about like all the things that have gone well in their eyes. Why are we so worried? He's done so much, but he fell off his bike once. And that's, that's where I first was like, okay, this is definitely Biden propaganda. Yeah. Like the, cause they're trying to make the point like, like that's the dumbest thing he's done, which like is like the bad things that he's done aren't that bad. Oh, gas prices are kind of high, I guess. Yeah. Um, so they show him falling off the bike. Everyone screams. And then a woman goes, according to this article, he's not actually going to run. He's just saying he is uh, a president to get people before the midterm. So they all take a sigh of relief. And then of course the next joke, cause it's always, these are always written in threes. I don't know if you've taken any comedy classes, but <laughs> so the second act of the joke is, uh, you know, they go, but who will? And then this part was kind of funny cause someone says Kamala and she slaps him and goes, wake <laughs> up. Um, and then someone says, I don't know, Cory Booker. And they were like, they were like, they're like, listen to yourself. Uh, basically making fun of like how, you know, uh, he's corny or something. Or he's corny. Yeah. yeah. And then the funniest part is like the scariest thing is someone slips a Beto 2024, uh, postcard underneath the door (laughs) and they all scream. Um, and then, there's a guy standing in the corner and he has like the scary possessed boy. Oh no. Then there's on the wall, Bernie written in blood. 
And everyone goes, not again. And then someone in the corner go in a scary demonic voice goes, I have the perfect candidate. And he goes, a superstar who can go all the way. And then he turns around and he looks really scary and he goes, Hillary, and starts pounding his head against the wall going, I'm with her. I'm with her. Um, and then it and then it, and then it ends with everyone going like, wait, Biden? Yeah, Biden maybe. I like Biden. So Biden, Biden's great, right? And that's where it ends. Yeah. So I mean, I I I I I'm with them as far as just like dunking on all the damn candidates. But the fact that it was yeah, like all like the 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 end the real punchline was like actually Biden's pretty chill. Yeah, well that's how I that's how I know. I mean, and like the idea that SNL does not like talk to like DNC oper- operatives is like so stupid. Like I know. Or, like anyone who thinks that's not true. I mean, they're like in the same circles, like the White House correspondence dinner, like you know, like so so they're, you know, SNL's stance is like very very clearly like DNC like the, the the one thing they did isn't they've gotten worse since since Trump at least during the Trump run they like had Trump on you know right and of yeah. course he was good I remember that was like the one thing like everyone even like the people who were freaking out which I was included in it I'm not gonna <laughs> pretend I'm better than anyone but even the people who were like freaking out about him possibly winning were like he was pretty funny which is like should be like the least should have been the least surprising thing about him because he's an entertainer, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he's like from New York, you know, and he, yeah, he's like a, he's got the, he's got the gift of the gab. He says funny shit. He's funny to be around. That was, was yeah. Oh yeah. He does. He he was good. I mean, he would, he would do those, all those press conferences himself and like taking questions from the, people and just like shutting them down in hilarious ways and stuff like that's his like his lot his like his like turf is those like lot somewhat confrontational like live performances basically yeah and he did great at them i mean i just saw this funny video of him kind of making fun of a kid's costume uh when they kids came and trick-or-treated at the White House. It was really funny. The kid was wearing, like, a Minions costume, and both Melania and Trump thought it was so funny to put the co- the candy on top of the giant Minion head <laughs> instead, of in the, instead of in the kid's <laughs> basket. It, it actually made them seem, like, kind of endearing, like, for a uh-huh. second. Like, it seemed like a sort of, like, normal, like, funny, stupid, like, couple joke that like no one was harmed by you know <laughs> um it's better than joe biden walking around and mas- fucking massaging 12 year old shoulders and going yeah, like sniffing no, their no, no. did you see the most recent one uh, no he like massages this 12 year old girl's shoulders and he goes no men till you're 30 like that <laughs> And then, uh, and then, like a Secret Service agent oh. puts, put, puts uh, a Secret Service agent puts his hand in front of the guy's a uh, phone camera. Wow, it's like, don't like. Uh, <laughs> I know. 
It's also just so funny because it's like, I was talking with another friend. I've seen a lot of people the last couple of days and she was like, oh, the Democrats were fucking done with me too. The second they decided to go with Biden, she was like, believe all women, but her. And right. I, yeah. I, told, I totally forgot that he had his own weird, like rape, rape allegation, which. Oh yeah. Which was completely, a really intense one. Yeah. Yeah. A really. Yeah. A very violent dis- encounter and totally buried, totally never discussed again. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because, you know, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. Like if you look at the way Trump interacted with adult women, let me be clear, like, you know, young adult women, it always seemed very flirty, but it, I, I don't think it ever seemed creepy, you know, Mm -hmm. or like, I don't know, like he would, he's, he made them laugh a lot is what I remember seeing, like just in like off the cuff moments, Mm -hmm. you know, but he wasn't like touching them or like touching their faces or like, yeah, I think he could be, if anything, maybe a little kind of like, patronizing or something yeah um, but he didn't but say stuff yeah. he, he did not talk to 12 year old girls and say like uh you know yeah no rubbing their shoulders and putting your like nose them. in no. their neck yeah no. if, the, if anything like that had happened it would have been everywhere he never did anything like that i mean i as far as like the accusations against him like you know the it seems like they never managed to get like. Well, they they didn't really get anything. They got Stormy Daniels, which that it was consensual, and everyone agreed that the the scandal there was just that she, he like paid her to keep quiet, I guess. Yeah, and then they sort of did like the like Aziz Ansari like revenge porn thing where they mm-hmm. made, where they made her like describe the sex itself and mm-hmm. you know uh yeah it was like unflattering sounding sex but it wasn't it wasn't like no it was not it was absolutely consensual but they yeah. you know this new thing that, that, that was when they started doing this new thing where they didn't even no one even had to say whether the sex was consensual or not they just did this whole like uh fucking they, they just let people fill in the blanks almost. Like he must have taken advantage of this story. Right, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> they didn't even really say what happened. Um, anyway, just interesting observations about the way. Yeah. And then they tried so hard to get somebody to say something about Trump. Like that was really, really damning. And they really never got anyone. I mean, they mm. got, they got some women to say that he like, grabbed their like like butts i guess kind of like oh really i don't even i don't remember that but i think they managed to get some of that out there but it never you know none of them were ever like willing to use the word like Mm -hmm. like whatever happened they weren't really willing to use the word like assault they were like never saying that you know Mm -hmm. or it was like he walked in the room while like the miss america women were changing oh yeah okay so i do remember that vague like things like that yeah 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 they were trying to like drum something but it's like you'd think that if he was Mm -hmm. as just truly horrible as like everyone like said he was like wouldn't there just be like a line of like weinstein type 
Oh, women. yeah. I mean, if they're, yeah. I mean, there is that for like many politicians that, you know. Yeah, but yeah. like the thing, the thing that's funny about Joe, the thing that's funny about Trump is like they could never manage to kind of drum up that. Yeah, they like, could never really get anything that that serious i guess yeah yeah i mean they man like i said they managed to get a few things but they never mm -hmm. got anyone to like come out with like the big r the big r word mm -hmm. but they someone came out with biden for that and you don't would, hear anything about it yeah and yeah, that was hear. like the you could see that with the hunter biden laptop story stuff too like the way that was like bannable disinformation on facebook and twitter and stuff um around the election and then now that's been proven to be completely true you can like find all the videos and photos of him yeah, like doing coke with prostitutes and yeah. His deck. I've yeah. Seen <laughs> yeah i've seen a i've seen him film from the angle where the hooker's ass is close to the camera and she's sucking his dick i've seen his dick <laughs> I've seen like every like gross <laughs> porny thing you can imagine. I saw him jacking off in a zero gravity tank. I mean, <laughs> imagine if they got anything like that yeah. on either of Trump's sons. The Trump sons, yeah. Anything even close to that, just imagine. I know. They had I nothing know. on well, All they could say was that they were kind of like doofy and dumb, which like does seem to be true. They're kind of weird looking. At you know, yeah, sure. they were, they did seem dumb, but they were like basic, they seemed like basically like just like dopey, dumb, like family guys. Yeah, you know? exactly. You're like, we love our dad, we stand by him and whatever. Yeah. yeah. We like hang out with our wives in Greenwich. Like that was <laughs> like their, we play golf, you yeah, know? Just like bro, kind of like dumb, like bro, like rich bros, basically. And Ivanka was like, you know, clearly like the crown jewel of the whole family, but, mm -hmm. um, and I, to, to this day, and I'll never, I'll never take this away from her. Beautiful, beautiful girl, <laughs> for sure. Very attractive woman. And she, I, I think she's, she's really smart. I, I think that about her too. She was definitely, she got whatever, whatever they had to offer I Ivana and Trump. Uh -huh. Ivanka got it, you know. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, apparently, yeah. She Ivanka was like a pretty legit like business person and shit, like running a bunch of the uh, Trump's casinos. Um, yeah, I mean, they all did illegal, crazy ass illegal shit. But so does yeah, every, yeah. so does every politician. I'm not like trying to let them off the hook. But yeah, I mean, the, and, I mean, I, yeah. What if she married this billionaire, Jared Kushner? You know, yeah. Yeah, his dad actually went to jail. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, for doing something really insane, but maybe that's a whole other pod topic. We can't yeah. get into that. Anyway, the thing that was for the, the SNL ad was funny to hear them dunking on how bad the Democratic lineup was, but it was sad too because clearly, like, the message is like, get in line, fucking peasants. Like, you're vote, you're voting for Biden. Mm. Um which I will go on the record and say I will not be doing that. Absolutely um, not. Honestly, I probably won't no vote way. because I also don't think I could vote for DeSantis. Strike Trump? the vote. That's the, the game plan. Yeah. I mean, I think it's no vote, but I don't know. Let's see what Trump has to... <laughs> see what trump has to say <laughs> he was supposed to be on twitter today but he's not back oh really 
They said Monday his account would be back. I feel like that would break the internet if that happened. Like, that legitimately would, like, actually break the internet. Yeah, I checked. He He's not he's not back yet. Um, but they, they, they want to get him back, you know? Elon. I guess this takes us right into Elon. Yeah, yeah. It always comes back to Elon, ultimately. Trump looks good, actually. Have you seen him lately? I haven't really. I'm going to tweet a pic. Um, (laughs) I I mean, I feel like, yeah, I don't know that I would agree that he looks that good, but I will say he definitely like seems much more like vital and like with it than Biden does. (laughs) He's had some good work done for sure. Yeah. He's, he's, he gets the tan, the spray tan. I guess Biden does that too, though. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tweet it. You're not going to tell me this isn't good work. <laughs> isn't good work. Zoe Kravitz needs his, his <laughs> number. Did you see wow. the news saying her face looks all fucked up? No. Oh, man. His um, face looked really fucked up that I saw. Oh, oh Zach Adam- F1. Yes. Oh my God. That was crazy. Yeah, he that got the like crazy. he got like the bro. Was that um, for a movie or like that's just what he that's like no, Michael? He Jackson. wanted like the chatted he wanted like the chatted jaw yeah, clearly. It looked crazy. It looked he looked like a fucking like golem monster. Like Yeah, it looks really bad. But it is funny because if you look at pictures of him before, he does sort of have like an effeminate kind of like jawline situation going. So clearly he wanted like a chatted, um, chatted out, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. chin or whatever. Well, I mean, you can want a lot of things, but that doesn't mean it's a good idea. No, it went poorly for him. Men shouldn't get plastic surgery, generally speaking, in my opinion. I think it's a woman's domain. <laughs> I uh, think to me, I mean, I guess there are cases that maybe we just don't even really notice if it looks good. But like, to me, it just seems like it usually like makes people look, you look like you have, you don't look young. You just look like you had a, like a bunch of plastic surgery. Yeah. I mean, everyone I, now I would say 80, I mean, I live in like a heathen coastal city. So I would say like 80% of my friends have now at least tried Botox once, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you just look like you have Botox, you know? <laughs> That's it. There's nothing, else <laughs> There's nothing else to say about it. Like, I mean, it's fine if you want to look like you're someone who gets Botox, <laughs> yeah. which, but, which isn't even an, an elite yeah. like thing to have anymore. It's like a very mm-hmm. accessible thing. Man, when um, I see people get fillers, they look insane to me. Like lip fillers. It looks that does not is not a good look, in my opinion. Oh, he just, Elon just, okay, let's go to Elon. Elon just tweeted, if I had a dollar for every time someone asked me if Trump is coming back on this platform, Twitter Twitter would be minting money. So he's definitely teasing a Trump comeback. Uh-huh. Um, all right, what do you think? I mean, okay. So Elon, you- okay, well, do, would you say you've noticed a difference yet? That's what everyone's, like, freaking out, like, on both sides. Like, all the libs are being like, oh, my God, like, it's 
you know, like my whole timeline is like anti-vaxxers now. And then like all the uh, all the more like right wing or dissident people or whatever, like finally I can like speak the truth and whatever. But like, does it actually seem that different to you so far? I saw like eight people tweet the N word that morning. Yeah, I saw the N word was t- was trending, <laughs> which, which never... I mean, yeah, and I mean, like, yeah, cool use of your free speech, you know, bro. But, um, yeah, yeah but other was, than that, I, I didn't really to see. I was like. This is I the didn't, dumbest. Yeah, I feel like my feed wasn't that different personally. Like I still get all these like like prominent lib blue check accounts pushed onto my feed. Well, he's trying, he's trying to like Yeah, I mean, I don't know what he's no one really knows what he's going to do and like it's it's hard to tell if like he has a plan or not. Mm-hmm. Um it seems like maybe this was a really stupid decision, but also like, um, I don't know. It's like, I mean, I think it's just, I don't, I personally, I don't trust Elon Musk at all. I mean, I think he may bring, he may try to like change up the, um, yeah, like the way the content is moderated in a way that like allows sort of more, yeah, some of these more like controversial topics to be discussed, but I don't believe it's motivated genuinely out of like his love of free speech and like support of like the anti-establishment cause. Yeah, I don't know what I mean. I don't know what his end game is. I don't know if he really thought buying Twitter was a good idea or if he was forced into it because the value of the stock started dropping and you know the people at Twitter saw a chance to get the fuck out. Like, (laughs) you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know enough about business to know if that'll like Mm -hmm. work out, uh, for him. But Um, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like it's been such a publicity stunt. Like even there, there was that, um, that, you know, that clip of him, like walking into the lobby of Twitter for the first time and, you know, like having a, just like having a meeting, like, you know, talking to anyone who walked by and whatever that was all over Twitter. And then there was also that fake thing where like the, there was like two like comedians or something who were pretending to be like fired Twitter employees. And then, but people like thought that it was like a real, they were actually Twitter employees that got fired. And so it like went, went viral so you know it just like it is it's been quite a production you know yeah it does seem oddly um and like not not very well choreographed uh i i think it's perfect he's like it's it's creating this idea of him as this like rogue entrepreneur who likes just steps in and like but how could that possibly be how it went he just walked into the lot <laughs> like there wasn't some like you know i i don't know no some, exactly like, it's no it's 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 complete horse like you think there'd be some like formal like you know uh conference room type thing where like the final deal was announced and then there'd be some like 
you know, announce like there'd be some like. That's not Elon's style, man. That's like, you know, he's not and like sure, one and like everyone, you know? and, and then he fired all the top executives. But I'm sure they understood that they were getting fired. They all got massive pay, like, you know, they all got massive walkaway packages. So it's like, yeah, they were fired. They got each got like 40 million or something. So it's like not that. <laughs> and they all knew, you know, like everyone knew they were cashing out. Like they understood what, you know. Right. Right. Um, I don't know if it's going to change Twitter. I, I don't think it's going to matter that much is my prediction. I think Twitter is going to like fundamentally stay the same. I do think they might put Trump back on. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I just don't think anything else is going to change. Like, I just really don't. Like, I think it's, he might try to like do some features that people have wanted for a long time, like an edit button or whatever. He might change the way verification works. Um, it seems like he's cleaning up the bots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He but says he's going to charge 20 bucks a month for a blue check. <laughs> yeah. Which who cares? <laughs> Um, I don't think anyone's really going to care about that. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I also just don't think Twitter is as like fundamentally important to like the country as like people think it is because I think like most of Twitter is like shit posters, um, media people, uh, some niche like online communities that, uh, like, you know, uh, moved from, like, a Tumblr sphere to uh, Twitter, sex workers. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's an extension of the media, though, you know, and it's yeah, like... Yeah, that's my point, though. It's like, I don't mm-hmm. think average, everyday Americans, like, use Twitter or care about Twitter, Twitter or... Um, any of that. I, I mean, I, you know, people like our parents, like just nor- like normies, <laughs> none of them give a shit about Twitter, you know? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people I think are on Twitter though, like millennials. Um, and that's, I mean, you know, like how they they consume their media base, their, their news or whatever. They, they're not, you know, I don't think that's true. We must know different people. Almost really? no one I know uses Twitter. I mean, they like have a Twitter, but they mm-hmm. they don't really use it, you know. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I guess it is more like online people. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like it's kind of like a lot of like chronically. Online. But I mean, like Trump was tweeting all the time. You know what I mean? Well, like, that, I mean, that was Twitter's heyday, which maybe yeah. that will come back, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the president was using Twitter to communicate directly with people, you know? Um, and, but I think, and I think they are, um, it poses some difficulties for the establishment because there's so many people on there. It's hard to, you know, you you can keep you know i identify like the bigger higher impact accounts and like 
you know, ban them or something, but like, it's hard to control all the information on there because it's so like decentralized. Yeah. I don't know. It all acts in like similar patterns, you know, like something that gets picked up, gets picked up again. And I don't, I don't know. It's, 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 and the out, I don't know. I mean, who knows how much we're being controlled and, Mm-hmm. I heard this weird little like uh, aside about Elon the time he met Ghislaine Maxwell and she asked him if he thought that we were in a simulation. <laughs> Wait, like, what did you see about that? Oh, just he tried to claim he he the, there was there's one picture of him with Ghislaine Maxwell and he tried to claim that like kind of like the Trump thing like oh I take I take pictures with you know just uh, you know the the. The, the, the hundreds of people a week like mm-hmm. I, I never know who walks up to me at a party and <laughs> and then like they managed to find some like anonymous source who was standing nearby them at the party and said they did exchange like a small conversation where they talked about the theory that we're all in a simulation <laughs> which is even worse I mean like even even worse than if he was like you know a sex criminal <laughs> Um, <laughs> talking about something like that at a party. Like, yeah, well, that's his whole deal, is you know. Oh, God, Space. I knew someone who worked at the event when he opened the Tesla factory in Austin, and she told me that the event was one of the most bizarre things she'd like ever seen. Like that, like the whole factory was the event space, and they made it like really ravey. <laughs> That's what they wanted. And then they had these like people walking around with like 20 foot like butterfly wings and like on stilts and like stuff like that. Like really like real corny. And then like Elon Grimes and Chelsea Manning because Grimes is dating Chelsea Manning. What? Oh my God. Yeah. So Grimes is dating Chelsea Manning. But what? This world is so ridiculous. But just had a baby with Elon through surrogacy. Elon's like eleventh or something, but they're not together. They just wow. had to like they just rent. They just did a rent a womb situation. Wow. Anyway, my I hate said, Elon Musk. He's not. He's not cool. He's not. He's just so full of shit. He's a billionaire, or like his dad owned a mineral mine in south africa or something like he's fucking they're lizard people um yeah i don't know anyway the end of the story is my friend just said like grimes elon musk and chelsea manning were there for like what seemed like a total of 20 minutes and then after that the party was just like really kind of like sad like there was (laughs) what like just wasn't very many people there and like clearly no one was like down to like rave you know yeah i mean you have to everyone has to be incredibly drugged out for that to work yeah or at least drinking a lot like and that just wasn't an insane amount yeah yeah and that just wasn't like the vibe you know it was just Mm -hmm. like anyway (laughs) all right well let's move into our final topic um white lotus is back and i posed the question to a earlier if um white lotus was was based and I think it's based, and here's why. I think it's, and I'm using the word based as in like not more uh, neoliberal propaganda, which is the vast majority of all the art that gets consumed now. Like, 
literally, I saw Tar, I saw Triangle of Sadness in the last week. They were both <laughs> complete neo-lib, like, propaganda bullshit. I don't care what anyone says. It, they, they weren't cool. They were, like, very much, like, regime, you know, uh, like, products. But mm-hmm. I think White Lotus is based for mainly the reason that we were just talking about, which is that it doesn't let anyone off the hook. Mm-hmm. Um, it does not have ever a clear, like victim predator, like uh storyline, right? There's always like complicated human, like interactions and emotions. And I think it gives real humanity to people that we usually think of as abhorrent. And I think that that is like maybe the most like based thing you can do because I feel like the whole like, you know, neoliberal like uh, talking point is like, there's like us, the good guys, like this, you know, like the globalists, the social justice warriors who just want like a happy multiculturalist, like, you know, (laughs) utopia all around the world with like, you know, a central banking and like digital (laughs) credit score. And like, everyone's just living in a 75 square foot apartment and Matt Iglesias is so fucking happy because everything is is walkable now you know like that's that's like their whole like dumb shit thing like their dumbass thing um and then there's like people like that we talked about in an earlier episode like james pogue who like go and like talk to the deplorables and like actually make them seem like human fucking beings because like they are and you know it, the only way if you really believed in your uh, whole like neoliberal shell bullshit to really get those people to change is to acknowledge that they are real people and they have like the capacity to change their minds. Right. And to also be open to possibly changing your mind about some things. And that would be the only way for real change to happen, but neither side really wants that, you know? Um, but I think White Lotus is based because it treats these characters um, as, uh, yeah, like fully human. Um, I also think Italy in general is kind of based. Um, there's a lot of really funny lines. So uh, Tanya, do you mind if I just like go on a little bit of a rant? Go for it. No, I'm, I'm enjoying it. So like Tanya McQuad is back. Uh, that is Jennifer Coolidge's character. She's in a shitty marriage. We get a net worth reveal. She's worth 500 mil. Um, sorry, I just burped. And then there's... Um, two couples who seem to have like made like tech money uh one of whom is played by aubrey plaza um and then there's the grandpa father son like it's kind of like sleaze ball ball trio um and i guess what i'm like ultimately think about white lotus is that it's like non-moralizing media which i think is really rare now like you know like everything we get is like Black Panther or mm. like, you know, um, the shit that I just said, Triangle of Sadness or Tar, or we're going to get a, we're going to get a, a movie about the women who took down Harvey Weinstein, or we're going to get bros or we're going to get like, you know, so much of the media we get just has this like kind of like, you know, more moral 
clear moral message that they want you to take away. And I think that like the moral message in uh, White Lotus is like kind of like the thing that I ultimately believe in that like no lives matter, you know, (laughs) like we are all just sort of like, you know, like fucking farting, like, you know, kind of like, like beasts on the earth who like, live relatively short lives and there's like, you know, and we're like animalistic and we're just, you know, like kind of like feeding out, like living out our urges and like, because we're like a little smarter than other animals, we like come up with all these like copes, but that's like really what's happening. And like the only way to like really be happy is to like just fully accept that and then just like live in the moment. Right. That's it. That's, that's your only real option um and and caring super deeply like what other people uh think about you at all is gay and retarded so i just yeah that's that's kind of my white lotus rant (laughs) do you disagree do you think it's more neoliberal propaganda uh, no, I mean, I thought your your points were interesting. I mean, your your perspective, I basically agree with it. Um, I, I hadn't really considered it in that light before, but I do like my I did have a similar thought, which is just that like when I, I, I only watched like a third of the new episode, but I you watched the last season. season. Yeah. And um, and I did think that they were like they were definitely, um, you know, consciously calling out like liberal hypocrisy, which I, which I just noted it was unusual for a a TV show. You never see it. Like Aubrey Plaza's character seems awful Mm -hmm. and she's like a total like PMC neolib. She's playing it incredibly. Mm -hmm. I really hope she's in on the joke you know, um, and that she actually feels that way. But I guess it doesn't really matter because if it's well-written and she's a good enough actress, Mm -hmm. it's like, who cares if she really feels that way? You know, she's, she's doing a great job. Mm -hmm. Um, and And yeah, and it's like, you know, the whole point of that, like, I don't know if you got to that scene where they're all drinking like Aperol spritzes or whatever, but like the whole point of that scene is like, you know, she thinks she's so much better than these people, but she's actually not, you know, like that's the joke. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's like, she thinks she's like, she thinks she really understands like the joke, you know, Mm -hmm. but really it's like, they're all jokes because none of them are, they're all just formulated personalities they're doing their best you know like they're all just yeah (laughs) just life is just full of copes and that's all any of them are doing at that table and she thinks she has some sort of like real insight over like the quote-unquote like superficial like rich couple but like she doesn't you know Mm -hmm. she doesn't understand life any better than they do like you know yeah well i remember in the first season too like the main girl characters like sydney sweeney um and her friend were like always calling out the parents for who were kind of playing the roles of like the typical like i don't know like boomer like lib or whatever calling out their hypocrisy and then i read too that they listened to a lot of red scare to prepare for the uh they definitely did yeah (laughs) yeah it really heartens me that like 
female celebrities think it's cool to listen to Red Scare now. I think it's <laughs> really healthy for the country. Um, and then I think Mike White is kind of based too. This is more just like a hunch thing, but like I know he's worked with um, Richard Linklater um, a fair amount, and he seems kind of based. Yeah, well. Mike White is definitely based. He's definitely not like he doesn't give a. Sh- he clearly none of his work is ever moralizing. Mm-hmm. It's 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 always it's always making fun of like everyone and like. But in a way that's like, you know, I, I find it actually like really touching. Kind of loving. Like, yeah. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like he he sees there like all of these people's like, like he's like, yeah, they like suck. Like, mm-hmm. but, like we all kind of suck. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. at, at the end of the day, like everyone uh-huh. is like very focused, like very internally focused and like ultimately like we're just thinking about ourselves like 95% of the time, or like, you know, we're thinking about ourselves. We think we're thinking about others, but really we're thinking about ourselves because we're just thinking about them in relation to us. Like, mm-hmm. um, which is just like the human condition. And that's yeah. like, just that's a like, humanistic kind of perspective. Like, yeah, this is like, our deal we're flawed you know but like that's okay we're you know (laughs) yeah we're flawed we can barely very rarely if ever glimpse you know outside of our perspectives we can try i think he has a lot of empathy Mm -hmm. for his characters Mm -hmm. to use a yeah Mm -hmm. buzzword um even if they don't really have empathy but like in a real way not in like a performative (laughs) way yeah yeah, and they don't really have empathy for each other, but people with genuine empathy are, are rare. You know, people who really try to think hard about, like, you know, what something might feel like to someone else. I think that that's, like, a really difficult uh, thing to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I love it. I think it's going to be really funny. Uh, I did find out that that actor... I can't even remember his name. The hot one um, <laughs> who undressed. Did you see him undress? No. I Well, you sent me the, the clip or whatever, but no, I didn't get to that part in the show yet. Oh, anyway, I guess it's the, the penis is a, a prosthetic. Which, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Which if I were like a dude actor, like I would just be like, it's got to be balls out or we're not doing it. Yeah. No, there's no way. Right. Isn't Putting on a prosthetic. What the? Yeah, like to me, that's the only Theo James. Like to me, that's the only way to do it. Like, if you don't think you have, which let's be honest, like the the dick that gets shown is is massive, right? <laughs> okay, like, well, yeah, that would have to be the excuse that somehow like it's essential to the character that they have like a mass, like not just like a sort of large, but like a genuinely massive cock. Yeah, he has like a dick that like. <laughs> is like halfway down the thigh flaccid situation. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. Like I would just, I would just never like, I would just be like, either I'm not showing my dick if I'm not comfortable with the world, like knowing what my dick looks like, or I'll show it. And like, it is what it is. Like you guys. No, you guys- I actually strongly agree with you about this. I, I, <laughs> I actually like can't imagine yeah well yeah so that was just my that was one of my other takes i was like male actors to just make one choice or the other like it's really stupid to like uh 
you know, to like, and, and yeah. And like makes it seem, it makes it seem dumber and weirder. It's like, just show your dick or don't show your dick. And no one, probably no one's making you, you know, <laughs> it's probably really a choice, but yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, the character he plays is this like douche bro frat boy person but still i don't i can't imagine like it's essential to the character that he like he like must have a giant cock i don't (laughs) i don't know if that was like a necessary creative choice but it would make sense if he did i think i mean yeah bde right yeah well that's it. Oh, I also thought, I'll just say one last thing. I thought it was funny when the rich couple talks about the media and they said they're just trying to freak everyone out with their little apocalyptic soap opera. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that that's was, pretty direct. I thought that was a pretty funny line. Mm-hmm. Um, Who says that? The rich couple, the the, uh-huh. the hot guy and the blonde. Oh, okay. Yeah. They say that to, uh, you'll, you'll watch the rest of it, but they say, mm-hmm. oh, she, uh, Aubrey Plaza's character says, oh, don't worry, I found my Ambien. And the <laughs> the rich wife goes, oh, do you have trouble sleeping? And she's like, yeah, you guys don't? And they're like, no, never really, no. And they're like, why do you uh, why do you have trouble sleeping? And she's like, because of everything going on in the world. And the rich wife is like, what's, what do you mean? What's, what's going on in the world? And she was like, oh, like the whole, like the world's ending thing. And then they laugh at her. <laughs> they go oh they go oh it's not ending don't talk like that no no that's silly and they're like and even if it was like what could we do about it you know um they're like they're like it's pointless to worry about like you know um which is is very true and they were like we give money we vote and then the joke is he goes did you actually vote and she's like i think i did (laughs) um but yeah i mean the what they said is like actually like profoundly true. Like if what the media is painting is, is actually true. Like there's truly nothing we could do about it except for like go about our, um, our lives. That's really, it's the only option we got. Um, and we'll leave you on that note. I think it's a good place to stop for about an hour and a half. All right. Signing off. Signing off.